This is Let's FaceTime. I'm Kylie. And I'm Jocelyn. And so this week we are going to talk about what we do after work activities, which sounds like after school activities, but now we're adults. So it's work. <laughs> yeah, this is our first episode that we're recording since our very first episode released. It released this morning. So that's so exciting to have it out into the world we've told all of our friends we were talking just for like 30 seconds before we started this recording but we've told all of our friends to go listen to the pod so shout out to all of them for being loyal listeners already with our one episode that has dropped (laughs) our one episode that's objectively our worst episode but it's out there for the world to see to be fair that we've only uh, I can't speak. This could be our worst episode, really. (laughs) But to to be fair, we've only recorded two episodes, so there was a 50-50 shot. It would be our worst one. Yeah, no, but I think our second one ran smoother. Anyhow, I was criticized by Jocelyn today about... I'm full sending the whole podcast. I shared it on my Instagram story. I put it in my Instagram bio. I said, let's FaceTime podcast host. And... That was that received criticism um, by wait wait, 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 wait. Roll it back. It did not receive criticism. I simply said, ha, 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 I'm dead. Because typically, <laughs> one reserves an Instagram bio for the key elements of their life that they want everyone to know about, the core tenets of their personality. For example, maybe like the college you attended, the college you are currently attending, the fact that you played basketball in college, Etc. But now Kylie's identity is Let's FaceTime podcast host, a podcast which has existed in the world for, at the time which she put this in her bio, precisely three hours. Okay, I view it as a core part of my personality, and all those things are my bio. I have where I went to school, my year, that I played basketball, that I'm currently a grad student at UW, and previously I had bracket, insert, inspirational quote, because I thought that was funny and sarcastic, and instead, now I have Let's FaceTime podcast host with the link to our podcast in the link feature of Instagram. So I'm just trying to make us well-known, because everyone's looking at my account, obviously, because it wasn't private just until, like, last week. (laughs) Did you make it public? Yeah, it's public for the people. You shared my handle, and I'm not gonna like have to accept everyone. That's not how influencers work in this world. <laughs> I love that. I'm always actually really impressed when you see a girl on Instagram who has like 15k followers, but she's private. Because I would just love to know how she got there. That's true. Maybe she just became. Maybe she was public, hit that mark, like 15k. And she's like, you know what? I don't need any more followers. I want to close off the doors and just become private. Maybe that's what I'll do. I need to gain my following. And once I think I have a core group of followers, which isn't there yet, I'll shut the doors and then flex on them. I honestly think that's a good decision because then it gives you this air of mystery. Yeah. I love when someone's public, though. You get a stalk so easily. So I guess now I'm stalkable. 
I make myself as stalkable as possible because I deeply love stalking people. I love to dive deep into their past. I love to go into their extended friend group. I want to know everything about them. I want to know your life through your Instagram, even if we just meet on the street randomly one day. And so you know what? If I want that, I'm sure you want that too. And I want to give everyone open access to my life. That's fair. But question, how do you go about when you're friends with someone, say like you just met them, your coworkers in a class, how do you get around the conversation of let's follow each other on Instagram? Because that's something I've been struggling with as someone who's new to an area, making new friends. I never know how to suggest following me or I'm like, oh, what do you want Instagram? Like, I don't want to be weird about it because I'm not crazy about Instagram. Like I, I scroll occasionally, but I'm not like on there for hours. But also, I want to know what you're up to. It's more of me wanting to know what your life is like. (laughs) I feel like I am not a good person to ask this question because when I go out to parties, there's inevitably always that one person in the group who's like, oh my god, add everyone add on Instagram so that we can stay in touch. Because like everybody's drunk and drunk girls are like, want to stay friends with you forever. So that's how I have (laughs) all of the people that I know on Instagram. But alternatively, if you get their phone number for some reason, then they're like recommended for you on Instagram because it has my contacts. So that's always an option. I don't think I've noticed that. I'll have to look into it. Because now there's someone in my cohort who has a food Instagram that some people follow and I want to follow, but I don't want to be the one who's like, oh, what's the food Instagram? You know, that's like behind the times, but also I want to see this food Instagram. Also, I'm exposing myself right now. Next time someone brings it up, you should just follow it. I feel like I would love for someone to follow my food Instagram at the Foodies Feast on Instagram to get food content from both Chicago, Boston, and everywhere else I travel. Well, your food Instagram is so good. Every time that you was post- such a seamless promotion. <laughs> that was. I we did not plan that. I completely forgot that you had a food Instagram, and I follow your food Instagram and love your food Instagram. But I love the gram. I had another question I wanted to ask you. Oh, did you tell your sister and mom that you had a podcast coming out? I believe that I mentioned it when we were on a group FaceTime a few days ago, but just in passing, my little sister knew it was published because she follows you on Instagram. See, the followers. The followers are getting the content. (laughs) And then I asked my mom if she had listened to it, and she goes, no, but I saw Kylie posted it. I love the cover art. Yeah, I did the cover art. Also, flattered, blushing. <laughs> no, because I didn't tell anyone besides my two friends here, basically. Or there were some people who I was like, oh, the podcast coming out on Wednesday. Um, but I didn't tell my sister and my brother who follow me on Instagram. And like I said, shared it on my story. And they both kind of upsettingly were like, you have a podcast? Like, offended that I didn't tell them. But I wanted to be, like, a big, like, reveal sort of, oh, here's a fun podcast, come listen. But maybe I approached that wrong. Anyhow, I was curious if you... No, I love a good reveal. That's what I'm going to do when I have a child. I'm just not going to tell anyone. And then I'm going to post one photo just of the child after I have it. And that's how everyone's going to find out. (laughs) Are you going to be like, this is my child? Or are you going to have people guess that it's a random child? Are you going to be holding the child? Because some people have pictures of them and children but it's not theirs no i think i'll do like a gender reveal party but it'll be a child reveal it'll be like "Ooh, do you think my future child's gonna be a boy or a girl because gender is binary Eh, just kidding it's a whole child in the cake 
I'm confused. <laughs> you know how, like, on a gender reveal, I know, they but if you're having a gender reveal party, people already know you're having a baby. So are you just gonna be- No, my baby will be born. So you're gonna I will have a full child. be around people when you're, like, six to nine months pregnant, whenever you start getting big, and then- And then I'm gonna tell everyone that I'm having a reveal party, and they're going to assume it's a gender reveal. But in fact, oh. it is a baby reveal. So you're revealing that you hide the pregnant. Okay. That's kind of fun. I think so. I'm offended that you're not going to tell me that you're pregnant and then I'm just going to find out you have a baby. And I'm like, what happened? These past three months, no wonder you've been all up and down and crazy. <laughs> How do you know I'm going to be crazy? I don't know. I feel like. Pregnancy makes you go a little crazy. Slightly different scenario, I suppose. But did you watch Modern Family? Yes, I have watched all of Modern Family. It's a comfort show for me. Okay, so in the first season, when Cam and Mitch have Lily, yes. they didn't tell anyone in their family that they were going to have Lily. She, they just went to Vietnam and got her, and which questionable questionable situation happening there but anyways the point being <laughs> they got the child and brought her back and then had their family over for dinner and then they did the lion king thing and entered the room with lily and that's how everyone found out they had a child i forgot about that is that is that what inspired you to do this it is not the inspiration but as we were speaking i realized that i did have someone who came before me i stand on the backs of giants so to speak of Cam and Mitchell from Modern Family. They're goals. I love them. I love that whole show. It's a favorite. It's a good show. 12 out of 10. Did I tell you that I met Mitchell? He has an actual name. The actor in the airport. Jesse Smollett. No. Is it Jesse Smollett or is that like completely wrong? It's Jesse something. It's Jesse... I have it on my Instagram because I saw him in LAX airport and followed him and was like, can I have a picture? I love your show. And I felt bad doing it because I feel like they get that all the time as actors and famous people in this world. But I just really wanted a photo. Oh, Jesse Smollett's the guy who faked his um, hate crime. Oh, that is not the same dude. Where is this photo? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. That's who it is. There it is. And he is on my Instagram, so give me a follow. You have to scroll all the way back till August 2016. There's some great gems in there. Have I told you about my lighter problems? No, what are your lighter problems? I was complaining about this all during winter break. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't tell you. So <laughs> I got a candle for Chris or for my birthday way back in October because candles are fun. Or good mood setters, and they let off scents. All good reasons to buy yourself a candle. Anyhow, Joey gave me a candle. I did not have a single lighter to light the candle. So I eventually, like, I went to the store, and they only had, like, two packs of the, like, long, big lighters. And I'm like, I don't need two lighters. I just need one. So eventually, like, a month after I got this candle, I stumble into... Why didn't you just go to the 7-Eleven or something? Okay. Or, like, the liquor store? I don't know. I was occupied. And then eventually, like, a month after I got this candle, I went into a convenience store down the street because I needed candy or something. And I'm like, oh, they have lighters here. So I bought a bitty little Bic lighter. Because, again, I was like, I only need this to light candles, so I don't need to get a big one. We're going to buy the cheapest thing we could find, which is this tiny, mini, Bic 
lighter. I use like a regular Bic lighter. No, it's smaller than that. It's a bitty one. Oh, I didn't even know they made teeny tiny one. It's like a half of that size. How do you even put that in the candle to light it up? Okay, well, this got my issue. So fresh candle, easy to light. And I lit it for like an hour or two. And then like a week later, I'm like, oh, I'm going to light my candle. And I tried to turn the candle upside down to put the lighter in, except I couldn't fit my hand in the candle because it has a narrow opening. And therefore, I couldn't get the lighter to light the candle. So now I have a candle that I've lit once with my lighter. And now my lighter will not light the candle. I had a very similar problem that's more on brand for me. So a parallel problem, so to speak, which is that I have a normal Bic lighter. For Christmas, I got this Bic lighter that has an extra long stem. It's not as long as the giant ones that they sell, but it's like a good couple inches longer. And it's extremely helpful for lighting candles. But prior to that, I just had a traditional lighter and I would flip the candle upside down and light it. But the amount of time that it would take for me to get the wick to light in that amount of time i'd end up burning my finger so my hands would be covered in burn from the fire because i held out and got the candle to light despite the fact that i was burning my hand wow you were just more determined i persevered (laughs) i gave up i was like i'm not burning myself for this candle i'm just gonna have this candle sit on my dresser for another two months without it being lit I need to buy myself either those long stems or the big, the big ones that you get at Target, but they come in like two packs and I don't need these two giant lighters. Yeah, but eventually you will. They run out of lighter fluid. Yeah, but I know. I really just need to invest the $7 or whatever it is and buy two of them. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the move, especially if you're not even able to light your candle at all with your current situation. Yeah, and it's lavender. It was so nice. Great great vibes when I had it lit that one time. <laughs> I have three candles right now. I have my Fruit Loops candle. I have a evergreen candle oh, I that evergreen. I got for Christmas oh, that I've kind of stopped burning recently. And then I have this third candle that's in an old like beer can slash like white claw can that got like filled out and then they put a really cute label on the outside okay but i haven't started burning that one yet so i don't know what kind of flavor it's gonna be did you buy that or were you gifted that i got it for christmas oh that's really cool would you ever make your own candles i have made my own candle in a shot glass remember oh my god yeah but i mean like a legit candle (laughs) okay so in the past I would take the melted wax from empty candles and I would melt it in front of my space heater and then I'd dump it into a shot glass and then fill up the shot glass with all the melted wax from multiple candles that I had a little mini shot glass candle. But obviously in order to burn it, I would need a wick. And so in theory, if I knew how to buy a wick, like if wicks are available at 7-Eleven, I most definitely would have bought a wick and stuck it in my shot glass candle. Yeah. I wonder if you can go to, like, Michael's and buy yourself a wick. Do you know where they're the Michael's? I don't. In Boston, I I don't know. I don't think there's one that's convenient to you at all. I highly doubt it. Boston is not a crafting city. Yeah, they don't have- Well, you can go to some of those- Oh, you know what might have a wick? You have to go to the Craftsman Art Store that's on Mass Ave um, further past MIT. Yeah. Cambridge is an art city. Okay, you're right. Boston, not an art city. Cambridge, 
definitely is. I've gone to both Blick and Craftsman. It's it's something like that. Art store. Great art stores. Fun times. To get into the subject of the episode today, what do you normally do for fun, Kylie? What do your weekends look like? What do I normally do for fun? It's funny because I suggested this topic and did not think enough on it. My weekends are a little bit of mix of... Well, I think my life right now is just a mix of me running everywhere. So because I'm UW women's basketball team manager, a lot of my weekends I'm traveling or... I've been traveling like every other weekend or I have games at home that I have to help set up and run. Um, so those take up a few hours on like Fridays and Sundays. But Saturday is usually my free day. And I usually spend my Saturdays, I don't know, going to the grocery store. I love going grocery shopping. Oh my God. It is the best hobby in the world. I wish I had so much money just to go grocery shopping. Because all the fun. I like to go into little fancy grocery stores and seeing all the fun little things that they have and I always want to buy so much stuff but I never do. Do you normally buy the same thing every week or do you mix it up? I like used to mix it up more but I kind of like buying the same things. It just like makes it a little bit easier in that my lunch and breakfast consistently have been yogurt parfaits and oatmeal. That's been my breakfast and lunch for the past like three weeks, every day. <laughs> and then my dinners are usually a lot of chicken and rice. But I felt really on top of it this week because I quote unquote meal prepped, which consisted of making a big thing of steel cut oats and then portioning it out into little tiny containers so I could bring them to lunch on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week. So that was my proud accomplishment this weekend. Incredible. Yeah. That is kind of incredible. I love when I meal prep. Every once in a while, I'll make a giant soup and then I'll have the soup every single meal for like the week, like Monday through Friday. And it's the most peaceful, nice thing in the world to know that I can come home and just reheat my bowl of soup and my dinner will be ready. I just can't get behind soup. I don't know why people like it. I feel like it's not filling. It's a hot liquid. It's in my do not eat substances. Well, I normally make a stew. What's the difference? Stews are thicker. So there's not really as much broth in it. So it's filled with good things, like filling things. There's potatoes, there's beans, there's vegetables. I don't know. It's definitely filling. I mean, I fill up a full bowl that has all the food groups. It has lots of protein. I just feel like I just don't want the liquid, though. It's so much liquid. And it's hot. Don't you burn your mouth? I mean, not in my soups. It's not a ton of soup. It's not a ton of liquid. It's normally mostly food and then just like some liquid as like almost a sauce maybe like i like a stir fry that's what you're referring to like is it like a stir fry no it's slightly 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 more liquid than a stir fry i would say (laughs) okay so maybe i could have your stew i just don't like when things are so soupy and liquidy and then you have to use a spoon and everyone's like oh it's soup stew season because it's cold and people like that i guess i i like it it's also the easiest thing to meal prep i feel yeah that's also i want to be a big meal prepper i think people who meal prep are just so on top of everything in their life and it's admirable however my issue with meal prepping is you make all this food and then you put it in the fridge and then when you want to actually eat it you microwave it traditionally or i guess you could heat it up another way and sometimes i feel like that just 
degrades the quality of food. Like, I want a hot meal that's fresh and good, and you don't get that when you meal prep. No, let's see, a good thing about soup, it's the same. And then if it dries out, you just add a little more veggie broth to it, and then it's liquidy all over again. Like, I guess function, like, if we're thinking about the function of soup, okay, it does work well for meal prepping. But I still think I have to get over the whole liquid issue. Okay, people listening, let us know what are your favorite meals to meal prep that do not involve a soup. True, this is helpful. I'm trying to ver- um, diversify my foods. As long as you stay very far away from hot liquid. Yeah, we don't do hot liquids. I don't do coffee, hot chocolate. I'm a big cold liquids person. What about you, Jocelyn? What do you do for fun on the weekends? I see when you suggested this topic, I really didn't know where I was going to go with this answer because I feel like I don't really have a great answer for what I do for fun. Almost every single weekend I have something going on. I'm either traveling to Chicago to fulfill my long-distance relationship duties. You make it sound like it's a chore. Yeah, I did make it sound like it's a chore. Well, it's not. I very much enjoy going to Chicago. It's one of the things I look forward to most in the world. But it does really eat away from a lot of my free time and the time that I get to actually form hobbies. What do you consider as a hobby of yours? I hate this question, by the way. Like, I hate when people are like, what are your hobbies? Like, what do you do for fun? Like, I know that we, we sort of came up with this question, but... <laughs> <laughs> you came up with this question. I know. Okay, actually, I want to clarify my sentence. It doesn't take away from my ability to form hobbies because I can do all my hobbies portably. I read, I write, I edit video and audio mediums. And all of that I can do on my laptop or on my phone or with a book, all of which I take with me back and forth, I do even when I'm traveling. But I think what I meant by takes away my time is like wandering through Boston, coming up with a routine where I go to this coffee shop in the morning and I drink the coffee and I have brunch and then I hang out with these people. Like I don't really have, I've been living here for a year and a half and I have no sense of routine whatsoever because it feels like almost every single weekend I'm not actually in the city. So you want that routine? You want that regular thing that you do every Saturday? Yeah, I crave routine. I like routine, but sometimes I think it's kind of fun when I have nothing scheduled for Saturday and I can sleep in and I normally fill up my day with stuff because as much as I'm like, I like free time, I also can't stand free time and somehow have to schedule things in my life. So I'll like, oh, we're going to schedule my workout and we're going to schedule going to the grocery store and dumb things like that. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying, right? Is that I have no free days. And it's in those free days that you get your routine. Like you love going to the grocery store on a Saturday. I love going to the grocery store. Or on, but like on a specific day of the week you normally like do this thing but I'm like not even in the city long enough to establish a day that I do my laundry mm. right like I just have to squeeze it in between all my other things that are happening yeah that's annoying and so it's really tough like I have no free day this weekend because Saturday 
I have play on Sunday. I have basketball. You play basketball? I do. Like earlier this month, like three weeks ago now, I started a basketball league and I've been playing. And I don't know how I feel, I'm going to be honest. Really? Why? Is it the basketball? Is it the friends? No, everyone in the league is really cool. I'm a big fan. But playing AI sucks. Like, I can't... Oh, my God. I don't believe that. <laughs> Kylie. Jocelyn! Kylie, in the last game that I just played, I had zero points. I had, I would approximate, nine turnovers. It's fine. It's going to come back. Okay, but it's also the fact that I don't feel good about it. And it's not just because I'm not good okay. at basketball, because I think it's really easy to dismiss something as not being fun just because yeah. you're not good at it. But I truly don't think that's what it is. I feel like the fun of basketball was really, really killed for me. My junior year of college, end of sophomore year of college, beginning of junior year of college, and I just don't know if I can ever get it back. That's kind of sad. Since I started playing basketball, I haven't been sleeping, like, at all. Oh. Like, I've been up at night, like, having anxiety attacks and nightmares and things. Is it about related to basketball or is it tangentially, yeah. Yeah. It's like direct it's not like it's about like a lot of just my personal like anxieties, but anxiety the basketball really severely triggered that year and it's now like coming back really aggressively because of mm -hmm. it. So basketball has really not been a fun experience, but I did pay like two hundred dollars to join this league and made a commitment to my team. So we're gonna stick it out. How long is this league? three months oh wow that's a lot of money but i guess it's three months that's a lot of games yeah it's a lot of games and it's actually in a gym it's in a college gym it's okay, really nice the, that is it's nice. actually very good competition there's some d1 players that go so it's definitely worthwhile experience in terms of the basketball but i just mm -hmm. don't really know if basketball is what i want to be doing anymore but at least you tried it i think it's good to like go back and try give it a try and so now you know probably at the end of the three months don't do it again try something else yeah i'll be retired again forever be retired i'm also in a basketball league um except it's a co-ed league through like the im or like intramurals at u-dub so i have actually have a game tonight it's so late the games are so how when are your games sundays like what time like during the day between like noon and 3 p.m. It's like 12, 1, 2, 3, I think the games are. Oh, I feel like that's kind of too much in the middle of the day. Ours is at 9.20 on Wednesdays. That's terrible. So like we didn't end till 10.30 and then I drove one of my teammates home and I didn't get back till 10.45, 11. And typically on a normal day, I'm like in bed at like 10.30 reading or watching a TV show and like go to bed 11, 11.30. So how late this is is kind of annoying, but I like it. I I feel like I still have that joy for basketball, so I'm enjoying it, but... How do you feel playing with guys? Because I feel like in college, we'd only play with guys. There'd be like one or two guys that were on scout team, but it wouldn't be... Like, I assume your intramural league is like majority guys. Yeah, so they actually have... A, we are... A, we have eight players on our team, and it's four girls, four guys, and they have rules. So one half, you need to have three girls on the court and two guys, and then the second half, 
it can be switched. So you, you just need to at least have two girls and three guys is what they recommend. I, I don't mind it. I think the reason that I chose, because they had different leagues. So they had just men's, men's competitive, co-ed, code competitive, non-competitive, and then just a female league. But it wasn't, they didn't have a competitive section in the female league. And I definitely prefer to play um, in a female league just because I think it's just a little bit better or the style of play that I've been used to my entire life is similar to that except I was worried that it wouldn't be um at the level of competition that I wanted to compete at I feel like I'm I like basketball it's fun but I'm also really competitive and want to be in a very competitive game (laughs) that's fair and so I think I get that in the league that I'm in at the moment so I am enjoying that that's good. Yeah, I my league is very competitive. We're currently ranked like 8th out of 12 teams in the league. We're struggling a little bit. But it's a woman and non-binary league. So okay. there's no like... Well, there's huge people, but they're all girls. So <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like this. I was in a summer league this past summer. Um, that was a women's league. And it was similar, similar description. Like they're all most people who played in college, D three to D one, very competitive, good games, and that was a lot of fun. Probably better play than what I'm currently playing at, but whatever, it is what it is. Yeah, I feel really bad. I have to step up my games that our team can start winning. Yeah, you're the reason they're losing. <laughs> I'm definitely not helping. Nah. I feel like you're fine. But we need to get that dub. It's for fun. You're going to be ready for... Are you going to Alumni Day? I am going to Alumni Day. You say that with such excitement and enthusiasm. I'm excited to go watch the children, the MIT children play. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing really well. That's exciting. And I'm excited to see all of my friends who are alums. I'm not really excited to play in the alumni game. (laughs) Did you say that you were playing? Yeah, I did. Now that our first podcast is out, I feel like we should read you guys the reviews that we got. So I'm just (laughs) going to read you a couple of reviews that are in. Review number one. I feel like I can't judge if it's good or not because I'm biased. It's definitely authentic, Red Heart. Judge for yourself whether this is sarcasm, whether she loved it or hates it. I love the honest feedback, though. And then... Review number two. Ha ha ha! I remember when you didn't get hired. (laughs) (laughs) That was the full review. So, overall, I do think we're being roasted a bit by our friends and family, but... (laughs) That's because our only our friends and family are probably our first listeners. But almost oh, definitely. That's okay. They just get to hear it on our conversations. And our friends, they're probably missing that they can't talk with us on the daily anyway. So haters are jealous, remember that. Yeah, they're just jealous because they've always wanted to start a podcast, but they weren't as they didn't follow through with their dreams like we did. Anything else? I think this is going to be a short episode because we really don't have much to say. I know. This is because we filmed on Saturday and now it's Wednesday 
And not a lot happened between Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. That's okay. I think we'll get a solid 30-minute episode out of it. Oh, definitely. I realize that I need to become more of a media consumer if we're going to have a podcast that we described as following TV and media. So I need to dedicate more time in my life to like watch TV <laughs> so I can have stuff to talk about. Yeah, I haven't been watching anything that came out recently either. So I'm still working through Ginny and Georgia. I love it. We're going to get there. Try to think what else. We should talk about books. We'll talk about books sometime. Yeah, next week, maybe we'll talk about books. So stay tuned. All right, I should wrap this podcast out because we can have this conversation offline. Oh, that's true. I forgot we're recording. But thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week. Let's FaceTime in the podcast by your hosts, Jocelyn and Kylie, where we talk about our lives, media, and anything else that we would talk about on a normal FaceTime with our best friend. My name's Jocelyn, and you can follow me at LifeWithJoss on Twitter and at Jocelyn underscore Lutzi on Instagram. You can also find me on my website, RightThroughTheNight.com. You can follow Kylie on Twitter at GallagherK17, and you can find her on Instagram at Gallagher underscore Kylie. Give us a follow. Any last words? Write us a comment on anything if there's something you're curious about, want us to talk about. We're all open for ideas. Literally, this is just us being like, Jocelyn, let's FaceTime, and we talk sometimes with a prompt. So let us know. Um, yeah, give us feedback. I love feedback. I take feedback so well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and we'll see you next week, folks. <laughs>